to the Toad House Bewitchery Podcast. This episode is about the big, difficult emotions that are faced. And we're going to talk about a working that I will call the holding of the heart, where you take a part of your heart center and ask the earth itself to hold it for you until you can come back for it. It's kind of big deal stuff. We're talking about the difficult emotions, the overwhelming stuff when it is far too much. And we're all going to have those times where we have very big feelings and things are going off the rails. There's maybe too much at once or one big thing. And that could be anything, the loss of an opportunity, the ending of a friendship, eviction, breakups, of course, can be that. A loss of a situation that was hopeful, a loss of hope itself. We're talking the big things that cause a feeling of physical pain to go with the emotion, like you're bleeding out through your heart, you're bleeding out through energetically through your wrist, you know, that physical pain sensation that you have, and you're not functional completely overwhelmed. That is what is meant to be addressed with this particular work. This is for when we feel we are at our most broken and our most vulnerable. That's where we're at. Okay. Now with that said, despite the work that is presented here, the most honest thing that could be said about emotional pain is the only way out is through it. You are not escaping the difficulty by doing any kind of work as far as spiritual magical work. You're not going to escape that pain. You're going to have to retrieve it and deal with it at another point. So you're asking for it to be held for you so that you can get through for a period of time and then you will need to retrieve it and do the work of processing it and getting through it. The only way out is through and That goes true for the non-magical work too. All of the coping mechanisms that humans have, whether it be alcohol or drugs or some diversion activity, um, anger instead, apathy, whatever people use to try to get around the big meanies in emotions, they prolong, which is not fun. They can cause emotional scarring. 
They can cause big open emotional wounds that just don't close and are recurring traumas forever. So don't think we're going to use this work as a way to absolve ourselves from feeling. We're just asking for a moment of help and holding. I can't make that clear enough. You're still going to have to go through it eventually. And the only way out of it is to go through it. Yay. <laughs> oh gosh, but true. All right. Okay. Now here we go with the holding of the heart. The first step in the process is to go out, get into nature and find the space and the place that's going to offer to do the holding for you. You need to know this ahead of time and then you will return to it. Now, this needs to be earthy. You're going to want this to be as private as you can have it be because you're placing something valuable and vulnerable in this place. You're going to be putting it there and you don't really want the neighborhood children messing with it or the kids at the park or, or whatnot. This is private and it's important. So treat it as such. If you only have a park, then you do the best you can do. If you can get further out or if you live further out and you have more space, more land to work with, wander it. Get out there and hike if you can. If you have a lot of land on your property, wander it and see what will call to you as where to go. What I'd like you to look for, the best places, would be a hollow in a tree, a natural hollow, uh, a stump even that has space in it, uh, the base of a tree where the roots are, where you can see the roots that's been dug out a bit and you can like reach in and up a little so things can be tucked up inside. Those are your ideal spaces for this work. We are working with the energy of the earth that has been consistent and stable and here for life all of your life since before you were born, your ancestors and going on behind us and beyond humans. We're working with that. We want that earth energy to hold for us. So trees and tree roots are perfect, perfect. Now, if that is outside the range, you just can't make that happen for some reason. And I 100% do not want this to be a lazy thing. Like you really, truly, truly can't make it happen, okay? Then there's other options. Like you live in the desert. Well, get, get a cactus. Get out there. <laughs> hollow out a cactus. I don't know what to tell you. That's not my space, but figure it out out there. You got that one. If you really, really can't in the city, um, get to a nursery. 
and I wander around and I want you to find a healthy, happy, sturdy potted plant or one that you can be transactional with, one that's not doing so well, that would benefit from your care and you're going to be capable of reviving that plant. So it's like a, it's a transaction. Hold this for me, I will take care of you, that kind of thing. And it needs to be sensory, intuitively, intuitively sensed as to what, where you're going, what you're picking. I hope that was clear. Ooh, oh, wait, one more. Blackberries. If you have wild blackberries, that's another great place because it adds an additional protective element to it. You're doing something very vulnerable. You're asking for the earth itself to hold this part of you that is aching so that you can have a moment to process the other things and come back for this. Blackberries would be great because nobody is digging in those vines to go mess with stuff. So that, that's another option I would like to throw out there. So find your space, know what you're gonna use, what is going to be holding, what called you, what agreed to help you. If you know that, if you've opened the communications of the space around you and the energy around you, and you've gotten called to a specific location or a specific plant, um, it's going to go really well for you. So put in the time and effort on that for sure. And that's step one. At the time when you are ready to do your work, you will need paper and pen, at least two sheets. Uh, have... I will recommend that you have a magical alphabet that you would be comfortable using handy. I'll get down to why later. Dragon's blood incense. It's a resin to be burned on a traditional incense brazier. You can build these yourself with tin cans. You don't have to spend a lot of money on it if you don't want. They're not expensive to get anymore, um, if they ever were. And you are smoldering the incense resin on charcoal briquettes. So it's a old style way of doing incense. I'm really not willing to budge on that with this one. I feel very strongly that the protective qualities of the dragon's blood incense is what we want here. In addition to the earthiness, that's really fundamental. And I'm, I'm just, I just don't feel comfortable giving an alternative. If you wish to find an alternative to be your protective base, for the uh, incense smoke that we work with here, you're you're on your own in finding that because I again I do feel very strongly that that is the one um, that needs to be used. So if you choose to substitute, you're on your own on that. I have no recommendations. I am recommending Dragon's Blood incense, the resin, not a stick that you purchase somewhere like actual stuff here. Um, burnt on 
the charcoal briquettes. Nice, long, smoldering with billowing smoke. That's what I'm recommending. And nothing else. And, and that's what I'm going to say. Okay. You are going to pick up that pen and paper uh, and start writing it down. Now, you have started that charcoal going. You want to start getting it hot to get the resin onto it. Right? You start that going and you're writing it down. You're writing down what it is, the burden that you're carrying, the pain that you're carrying, the specific part of it that you are needing held. I must be specific. It can't be everything in the universe that's going on. Some of so so many of us have a lot going on all at once. I want you to be specific to some of it or one thing of it and write it down in detail. This can get emotional. You may need to try a few times to get it to where you want it. This process in and of itself has a healing aspect to it because you are forced to face what's painful. So don't be surprised if you end up feeling a lot of feels during this. And again, this is part of the dragon's blood incense. It's not comforting, but it is protective. When we're doing work and we're being this vulnerable, we want to be extra protective of the space around us. Okay, great. So let you get it written down as long or as short as you want, what it is that you are needing held, and why. Okay, then I will suggest, you don't have to, but I will suggest rewriting it on a new sheet of paper using a magical alphabet. The reason for that is it's not easily read by anybody who might happen to get their hands on it. That's just a personal preference. I don't like the idea of anything um, that personal get accidentally falling in somebody's hands and them reading and then knowing a part of me that they weren't supposed to know when it was supposed to be held for me and kept secret until I could come back. So that's personal preference. So I will suggest that you translate it over into a magical alphabet of your choosing. It also allows you to process it another time as you have to move that over letter by letter to a new page. It's just another moment of processing, which is helpful. Okay. At some point in this process, when the charcoal was ready, when you've got a layer of sand on there to, as a buffer, when the heat is right, you're going to have been adding dragon's blood incense. I should have said that before. You're going to be adding that resin, especially as you get down to this next part. So transferring it into that code, the incense smoke is billowing up, you're breathing that in, you're thinking about it, you're ready to release it from yourself for a bit of time. Um, 
making sure that smoke is coming up for this part, I would like you to fold the paper that you wish to have held. You're going to fold that up. So that would be if you did decide to do the recommended, the coded paper, the one that's in the magical alphabet, you're going to fold that. That is up to you if you want to fold it into thirds, if you want to fold it away from you or towards you, if you want to fold it into the shape of a heart, this is up to you, little envelope style, completely your choice. But you're going to fold this one up. You're going to hold it, take it, and hold it to your heart center with both hands. If you did use two sheets of paper, take this time to read out loud what you had written. If you are doing one, go ahead and re-verbalize in whatever way that you can remember. It doesn't have to be dead on what you had written down and the purpose. And I want you to energetically fill up that paper even more directly from your heart center. So keeping your hands on it, you have your heart, you have the paper petition between your heart and your hands, and you can use imagery and really think about that pain and difficulty filling up this folded paper that you've created, this vessel to hold, right? It's gonna hold that for you. Fill it up with all of the discomfort and pain that you can. And then you're going to gently, if you, I mean, whatever works for you, you can very gently pull it free. You can give it like that rip the bandaid off, pull it free kind of feeling. Um, go with your instinct on that. But you're going to remove it from your heart center at this point. And then you're going to run it through the smoke. I want you to Bathe it in the protective smoke. This should be very meditative at this point. You've worked yourself into a state of meditation and action at the same time. And we're really in that magical land that we want to be in, that, that state that where things work. That's where you need to be at this point. And you can even be heaving sobs and that's fine but you want to be in that state where you're focused, but not focused. Does that, that doesn't make sense unless you've done it. Okay. You're mostly done at this point. You need to just take a moment to seal the folded paper that holds this part of you using a fancy um, sealing wax. It's a is a lovely way to do it and that's not everybody's thing you know but if you have that but that stationary is your kind of thing and that's a great way to do it you could also use some candle wax drippings if you'd like if you have used if you've used decided to do um, a candle with this at some point you could always have added candles if you tend to do a ring of candles around all your workings you can grab one of those do that um, light a candle specifically for this great do that you can use a little bit of tape if you'd like. Um, if you have a personal symbol, you can draw that on there. The other option is to do a little, 
little additional fold just to hold it closed. There's whatever works for you. Again, just something to seal the deal and say that, you know, to your brain, to your heart, to the universe, this is, this is, this is sealed and shut up for now. And I'm, and I'm done with this process for the moment. So you're going to seal that up. Let the incense burn itself out. The charcoal go cold. You're done with that part. The next step is to take it to the location that you had found. You're going to spend some time there. Really take in the scenery. You want to connect more with the land. Notice what is the ecology of where you're at. What is the energy of this space? Who lives there? And I'm talking really who lives there. What type of birds do you notice? What little animals are you noticing? Lizards? Are you noticing squirrels? Notice the plants that are in the area, not just where you're going to be placing this part of you, but what other plants exist there? What other animals exist there? What kind of, are there mushrooms around? Are there insects? What type of insects are there? Do you see spiders? Are there little millipedes? What do you see? This is important for thinking about what offerings you will bring in gratitude when you return. And it's also important for connecting with that space because you may need to connect back to it a little later on. So I want you to take in sensory-wise everything that you can, the sounds, the sights, the smells, how does the air feel on your skin? If you want to go barefoot, what does that feel like on your feet? Like really immerse yourself in the space. You need to have some level of connection to it and understanding of it in case you need to like astrally come back for any particular reason. And then again for offerings of thanks when you return. When you've spent that time and you feel grounded, you feel ready. Again, this can be emotional the whole way through. You might have emotions pop back up now, or you may feel pretty numbish, um, having done a really good job sealing it up in a little packet. There's many things that could occur, and any of those things are normal and fine. All right, you're going to go to this the specific space, that tree, that plant, the blackberries, whatever it is. You're going to speak directly to that. And you need to ask for holding. You need to uh, open yourself up and be vulnerable ask specifically for what you're needing. I would be very direct and say something like, I ask for holding. I ask that you hold this, this part of me, my heart. You could say my emotions. You can get very specific, whatever you wish. That is too much. That is too much pain, agony, overwhelm. Again, use your own words. 
Hold it gently. Hold it with love. Hold it while I cannot. Hold it safe. Hold it as you have held the bones of my ancestors. I ask for my heart to be held until I can retrieve it to heal and grow. I would say some version of that because that's what speaks that speaks to me that's what comes out of me that's what wants to be spoken um, I put that out there as a bare bones guide for what you may choose to say for this asking you should feel a shift and a readiness when that occurs you know it is time to give over what you are asking to be held. So you're going to take that paper packet and you are going to place it either in that hollow of the tree or under those root structures, whatever you're choosing was, this is the time where you're going to place it where it goes. It should be retrievable. You would be wise to add a little, you know, side note that's important. Should I not be able to retrieve this? May it be embedded in the bark that I may retrieve in its likeness. There, that's what I would do. Bark, root, leaf, you pick, handful of dirt. I would add that little thing so that if something were to happen and you could not retrieve it, there's a sudden downpour that dissolves it. Somebody runs off with it. A squirrel comes and pockets it to go line its nest. Weird things happen out there. You can go. It's not there. If it has been asked to be embedded into that tree and you can take a little bit of that bark and use it for your return, great. If you lose the paper altogether, eh, not so great. All right. So we have that. So this should give you a bit of a reprieve, not forever. I have a strong feeling of about 30 days, um, 28 to, days to a month around a lunar cycle. That's probably a safe amount of time for you to do this. Um, I wouldn't go much further than that. Now, that is the completion of the holding part of the work. You're not going to be carefree. You're not going to be leaving there with a giant, like, bounce in your step. Um, but you should leave the space lighter. You should leave with less of a burden. And be able to address the other things that need addressing before you go and retrieve that and work your way through the part that's being held. It's not that this will evaporate from your mind completely or anything like that. We are just asking for holding to give you a moment. Right, that's it. Now, if you find that 
this is coming up over and over, you can take all those sensory inputs that you absorbed and got to know while you were there and use that to meditatively or astrally go back to the space and check in and remind of needing that holding. That is okay to do. You can go visit if you need to that way as well, just if you wish. Um, that's all good and, and fine and dandy. After about a lunar cycle, it's time to get back out there, retrieve, and begin to face what was held. That is not a super strict time frame. That's what feels right to me. But you do you. This is somewhat experimental. All open and honesty here. I do a lot of um, old school work, traditional work, and somewhat experimental. This, this is in, in that zone here. If you want to go longer, do check in. Check in with that space and make sure that things are going okay for you and check in with yourself. Is this still working for me? Do I need to go back? Do I need to start working through this in a more wholesome way? So be aware of how you're doing. Be aware of when it's time and go on back and retrieve. Now, on going back, you're going to want to leave a offering of gratitude as payment for what has been done to help you, as holding something for you so that you can function, so that you can address other issues, so that you can have a break for a moment and come back and deal with it. That's a, that's a big deal. And of course, anytime we're doing any kind of magical work that we need assistance on, which is quite frankly, most of the time, we want to um, provide some form of payment or gratitude for that assistance. So if you saw a number of birds, you might want to bring the appropriate types of bird foods for those birds or squirrels or insects, uh, water for the tree or the plants. Uh, just keep thoughts out as to what would be the appropriate gift for that natural setting. If you had been working with a potted plant, um, again, you need to think of what's appropriate for them in that setting. If you're going to retrieve from inside the pot, maybe you want to move it to a larger, better container, like upgrade. Think in all truthfulness and honesty with yourself, what is the, the thing that needs to be given? what is beneficial, what would be well-received. So you're going to bring your offering. You're going to set that out. You're going to say your thanks and retrieve your paper packet back. Okay. That's great. Right then and there, if you wanted to, you could put it against your heart and start reassimilating re that. You could wait till you return home. You're going to put it back on that heart center. 
We're going to try to pull back in what was without, and then we need to burn that paper and release it into the wind. So I usually use a tiny cauldron for any work like that. I'm not trying to start forest fires and neither should you. So we are going back to a safe space. We're burning that paper. Of course, if you had a burn ring at a campsite, that would be different, right? But whatever. And we're releasing that to the winds. We're transforming now and being open to the transitional part of the emotional work. because the only way out is through. So this was just for holding. It's a lot of work. So you would want to be in a place where this is something that you really needed. If you're not in that place where you're suggesting work here for somebody else, um, and they're not in that place, supportive measures are a great way to go. So your teas and tinctures, great. Your bathing rituals, great. Your cleansing rituals, great. Um, making your little doll baby of yourself and supplying it with all the wonderful things that it needs um, or of another person and supplying it with all the wonderful things that it needs, whispering little encouragements to it, those types of things. Supportive magic is really important and that can be done um, with great effect. So that's another route you can go. But I did want to present holding of the heart as something because there's so much trauma in the world right now. We are all being inundated with loss, with grief of different kinds, with curveballs of all kinds, with disappointments. Um, it is for many going to be a very rough year and that's on top of previous rough years so having just a little something for anybody who is in complete overwhelm I wanted to put this out there as an option but remember those supportive measures exist and if this is not quite the right thing it's a bit too much then use those supportive measures and work with that. All right. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Toad House Bewitchery Podcast. I hope you found something useful from this episode and any episode that I've put out there. Thank you for listening. You can find me at Toad House Bewitchery and Toad House Tarot on Instagram. And that's really about it. So find me there. All right. Till next time. Bye-bye.